Hello, hello, and welcome to my reinvented podcast, Taboo, where we talk about all the things people are afraid to talk about. If it makes you uncomfortable, I'm probably going to talk about it. Life's too short for ambiguity. So thanks for listening, and here we go. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Today, we are diving deep into failure. Failure is something that's shunned in society and something that we are believed to think should not happen. But I'm here to tell you that failure is essential to our personal growth and development and ultimately leads to our overall success in life. If you've never failed at something, you're doing life wrong. Failure is an inevitable part of trying, of reaching for goals that you didn't think were possible, of setting standards for yourself that others may not have set for you. When you fail, you build character. You develop a deeper understanding of who you are. You learn from your mistakes. You start to ask deeper questions and reflect on how you failed and what you can do to prevent this from happening in the future. Failure builds compassion. When you yourself have tried something and it hasn't worked out quite the way you wanted it to, you see others who are trying similar things or others who are quote unquote failing and you feel compassion for them. You're reminded of that time that you had to go through something similar and the way that you felt. It creates connections with people as you start to talk about your experiences. For example, In 2018, my sister and I opened a yoga studio on the Upper East Side here in Manhattan in New York City, and we called it Medicine for the Soul Yoga, which was kind of a play on words because I was actually still working in medicine, and my sister was working as a yoga and meditation teacher at a high school in the Bronx, and so we fused both of our ideas together, and we rented out this space, and I still remember sitting with the landlords and the people who own the building and they were looking at us so strange because we're these two young girls we have no prior business experience you know I've never owned a company I don't have millions of dollars and I remember putting my dad down as the guarantor in case we didn't have enough money for rent and those people basically took a chance on us and they let us test the waters and really step into our entrepreneurial sides and see, could we run a business? And it was really profound to see that even though my sister and I were both working traditional, you know, 40 hour a week, full-time jobs, we were still able to show up in the morning and teach yoga before the workday, show up after a long workday and teach yoga. We were able to really put our creative juices to the test and come up with ideas that would encourage people to come in and visit, such as candlelight yin yoga that my sister used to teach and sometimes I would sub for her or restorative classes on the weekends we would put together big group morning classes and people loved going to those before brunch and was it difficult yes was it super challenging yes did I think we were going to survive not all the time it depends on the day that you asked me And I remember as the end of the one-year lease was coming, my sister and I decided ultimately that we had too many demands from our regular full-time jobs and it was too difficult to be everything for the business because we were the general managers, the people answering the phones, the people responding to emails, the people posting everything on ClassPass and MindBody. And so it was really 
overwhelming and it was really stressful to be honest. Would I consider that a failure? Absolutely not. Most of the months we met the amount that we needed to pay for the rent, which if you were curious how much rent is in New York City, it was a like giant one floor yoga studio. And when I say giant, take that lightly. It fit like 18, 20 people maximum with their yoga mats, all like a few inches from each other. And this small studio space was $5,000 a month. So it took a lot of my sister and I's collaboration, hard work, energy, time, passion to really run these classes, run deals on ClassPass and bring in clients since we were a new yoga studio and we just literally popped open from one day to the next. So I really truly resonate with people who have been in similar situations, who are trying out the new business ideas, who are really putting their entrepreneurial minds to good use because it is no easy feat. Another excellent thing about failure is it teaches you resilience. The more and more you try things and the more and more you fail, as long as you keep getting back up and you keep trying different routes and different opportunities, you will become such a strong individual. It teaches you true perseverance of how many times am I willing to get up and hit the wall before I truly back down and say, I can't do this anymore. And a great example of this is one of my personal favorites is J.K. Rowling, the author who wrote all of the Harry Potter series. I mean, today she's a millionaire because of the amount of global reach she's had with her works. But I've read multiple articles and seen interviews of her saying that she was literally bankrupt and about to go homeless before she got the idea to write the whole Harry Potter series. And even once she wrote the series, she was rejected by multiple publishers. But she continued to try. She continued to persevere. And if you're a Harry Potter fan like me... It truly changed the lives of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people who are now keen into the wizarding world and have found that love of magic. Like, you know, I'm from Miami, Florida, and in Florida, everybody goes to the parks and the weekends to Disney and Islands of Adventure and Universal. And so to be able to go into that park and turn that corner in Diagon Alley and see all of the work that you created into a book projected into a real life concrete 3D structure. It's honestly incredible and something that's really difficult to do. And so whenever I see things like that, I really applaud people because she could have just taken that first no and been like, it's not for me. I can't make this happen. But she didn't. She persevered and she said, just because you turn me down doesn't mean that someone else will. And that's truly what makes the difference between the fighters who are standing in the ring and making it to the top and the ones who quit after the first couple of rounds. Another great thing about failure is failure teaches you creativity. It teaches you how to build those parts of your brain that you wouldn't have used before. Because when you're trying something out and it doesn't work the way you wanted it to, you can either try it out the same way again or you'll realize eventually like, okay, I'm using the same exact techniques and the same exact methods and I keep getting the same results. How can I shift my mindset, shift my actions to actually bring about the change that I'm looking for or the result that I'm looking for? And that is a beautiful way to rewire your brain and really challenge yourself to think outside of the box, especially if you're trying to follow like a certain pattern or construct of the way that society has told you this is the way you achieve success. You know, think about all of the people you know 
who were raised in a similar household mentality where they were told you have to go to high school, you have to get good grades, you have to go to college, you have to do really well, then you get a master's degree and then you'll be successful and then you'll have the job of your dreams. And then you show up to that job and it's not everything that it was cracked out to be. And now you're wondering, hmm, maybe there's another way that I can be successful. And even though I got my bachelor's and I got my master's and I did all of these things, that doesn't mean that I necessarily failed at this job. It just means that this isn't the job for me. And so when you switch your mindset and you're able to really step back and look at everything from a different lens, it truly will show you that failure is sometimes just redirecting you to something greater or something different or something better than what you ever could have imagined possible for yourself. So I really think that when we look at failure as something negative and we look at it as something as, why was I not good enough? I mean, if you think about your own personal life and all of the experiences that you've had, I'm sure you can go back to an event that you experienced. For example, maybe it was a job interview and that job told you, hey, we're really sorry, but at this time we've decided to continue with other candidates. And you went home and you tore yourself apart and you said, why didn't I get this job? And you looked at your resume and you said, why am I not good enough? And you went over every word of that interview and you said, what could I have said differently? And then a few weeks later, you've applied for this other job and they've hired you on the spot. And that job turns, turns out to be far better than any job you could have ever imagined. And so when you were sitting there beating yourself up, you would have never thought to yourself, hmm, Maybe there's an even better job out there for me that I could be aiming for because we get so tunnel visioned down and we start to just focus on that one thing instead of realizing that the possibilities in this lifetime are infinite. And so I challenge you to rewire your brain's idea of what it means to fail. I challenge you to try something new And see how it feels to fail. It doesn't have to be something crazy like taking $10,000 and gambling on it and losing it. Because that's a little bit more of a serious idea of failing. But failing is something as simple as trying a new workout class and getting your ass kicked. It's having a conversation with somebody and offering them a service you're providing. And them saying... Thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate connecting with you, but I really can't do that right now. It's all of the little details and the little ways that we push ourselves. And that is how you really build your strength, your wisdom, because you're learning from each experience. You're learning from each rejection. And sometimes it's really just teaching you how to surrender, how to let go. How to realize that the ideas that we have in our mind of how we think life's going to go is not always the way that life turns out. And that's beautiful. If we always knew where the next turn was going, life would be so boring. It'd be like driving down the same highway that you take to get to work every day when you already know, oh, here's that pothole. Oh, here's that speed bump. Oh, here's that cone that they haven't moved in a week. And it becomes boring. You already know what's happening. So embracing the unknown, surrendering to the fact that there are thousands of possibilities in this world, in this lifetime, for you to really hone in on. To be afraid of failing is worse than failing because people who are failing are trying. 
They're stepping out of that box that we put ourselves in. Failing is great. Just make sure that you're analyzing. Why did you fail? What happened that led you to the place where you are now? Reflecting on how this failure is going to bring you to a better step in the future. As someone who wants to be a leader, I feel like it's so important to promote people failing. To promote people taking risks in their life. Again, imagine if you just married the person who lived across the street from you and you stayed in that same neighborhood your whole life and you never left and you worked the same job your whole life. That sounds so mediocre. And that's what people did hundreds of years ago because we didn't have planes and trains and cars. But it's 2022. We live in the era of technology where you can meet people online. You can be on a plane in an hour traveling to the other side of the world. You can quit your job tomorrow and find another one next week. And that is the beauty of this lifetime that we have infinite possibilities and we have infinite potential if we're willing to dig deep and really look at that aspect of ourselves and really do that shadow work. Who was I last year? Who am I this year? Who do I want to be next year? How can I really grow and step into the role of who I want to be? What is my message to the world? What impact am I leaving for others? What footprint do I want to leave as a legacy for children to look up to? And when we really start to ask ourselves these deep questions, that's when we really start to change where the direction of our life is headed. We start to pick ourselves up out of stagnant jobs, stagnant side hobbies, stagnant life situations that we don't realize at the time, but slowly they're sucking the life out of us. And to be able to have that kind of awareness, to be able to have that kind of introspection of really noticing like, okay, this job is no longer serving me. This job is not bringing me joy. I cannot learn anything else at this job and there is no more room for me to grow here. I am already at the top of the ladder. I love this quote by The Rock and he always says it. He says, if you're the hardest person, hardest working person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I take this and I always apply it to everything. If I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. If I'm the fastest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. If I'm the hardest working person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. So you always want to surround yourself with people who are achieving more, aiming for more, striving to be the best possible versions of themselves. Because when we become stagnant, when we become complacent, that's it. Where that's who we are. And what else is there? So I really challenge you this week to look deep within yourself and ask yourself, Am I doing the absolute best that I can? Not the most that you can, the best that you can. We are a society that is so rooted in productivity. And I don't want you to be productive. I want you to be meaningful. I want you to really take calculated steps at how you can grow and how you can blossom and how you can really flourish and have an impact on the rest of the world, starting with the people who are around you. And when we do this, when we aim to be our best selves, when we try our hardest, 
when we step out of our comfort zone and we go to events that we wouldn't normally go to, we go to gym classes that we're not usually familiar with, i.e. me taking a Pilates class a few weeks ago, feeling like I was dying even though I was making the smallest contractual movements, just testing muscles we don't normally use, testing coordination and balance that our bodies are not used to doing. It makes you start from square one. It's humbling. It reminds you that we don't know it all, that we are not good at everything. Because how boring would it be if we were just naturally amazing at every single thing that we did? The beauty in life is falling and getting back up again. The beauty in life is failing and finding the courage and the strength to continue on despite what people around you say, despite what society tells you, despite your biggest fears. Because eventually, when you keep pushing that threshold and you keep reaching past those limits, whether they're self-imposed or societally imposed, you will reach greatness. And ultimately, we should all aim to be the greatest versions of ourselves that we can be. Because if we're not doing that, then what are we doing? So if you're listening this week, thank you so much for tuning in. Take this as a personal challenge. Step out of that comfort zone. Do something you would never want to do on your own. Pretend you're your own best friend peer pressuring you to try something out of your comfort zone and just see how that feels. Maybe it's a balancing pose in yoga. Maybe it's going to a boxing class even though you've never taken a boxing class in your life. Maybe it's buying that plane ticket and taking a solo trip that you never would have otherwise taken. Whatever that may be for you, step into it. Step into that discomfort. On the other side, you'll find beautiful growth. Have a wonderful day or night, wherever you may be. Sending you so much love. Until next time.